go straight then into our conversation with the Health Minister, Dr. Joe Patla. Uh, Dr. Patla, good morning to you and thanks for making time for us today. Morning, 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 Kathy. Uh, happy to be on your show. I think if we can kick it off, because I know you are limited in as far as time is concerned, but let's kick it off with where we are, at least in your view, in terms of the state of COVID-19 in the country and what then the subsequent approach by the department will be going forward. Where we are currently, um, we on the downward uh, uh, curve in terms of the fourth wave, uh, the what you may call the high flashpoint of the wave is over. So um, we, are, we, are, we are really now on on the plateau, uh, on the lower level of a plateau where for the last four weeks we have not seen any rise. Uh, but because of some other issues, initially it was a school opening, but also, you know, this virus is quite complicated because it keeps some small ch- changes from what the virologists are telling us. So we have not seen the exact uh, uh, exit where we hoping for a positivity rate of below 5%, which would uh, give us uh, what the WHO describes as now being in a stable condition. So we're still hovering uh, on our positivity rate of between 7 and 9%. But we are hoping that um, in the next uh, two weeks or so, as, as we finish, you know, uh, while well, February is almost finished, we had hoped that by end of February we'll be already at below 5%. Uh, so so we, we are really at the bottom end of, of the fourth wave, not totally out, uh, you know, below 5%. So fairly stable in terms of uh, the pressure on health services we're not under pressure at all so um we 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 are hoping that in, in another two weeks we probably will be lower than five percent uh so we we we're not at at the at, at the time where there is any pressure at all so mm-hmm. we, we are in a in a fairly stable not exactly where we'd want to be but uh, not in a worrying situation Dr. Patla, there are multiple reasons why when it comes to the issue of vaccinations that those vaccines have not uh, been taken up at least to the extent expected by South Africans. And in the midst of that, we then have research that is uh, continuously being done. And the latest research that shows that around, you know, over 80 percent of South Africans now have immunity to COVID-19. Number one, have you seen that research and what do you make of it? Yes, the, what is called that's what is called uh, seroprevalence. That when uh, you would have seen also even with the South African National Blood Service when they do random, uh, it's either through a research, but also blood service has also done random testing of the blood uh, which they collect from South Africans. And they found uh, at least yeah, between 70 and 80 percent of the blood shows that there is antibodies uh, to to the virus. Now those antibodies could be because of uh, uh, immunity as a result of the the virus having passed through your body, or else it also is uh, antibodies generated by the vaccination. So there is evidence, of course, that uh, 
what is called natural immunity from the fact that the virus has passed through your body is, is also adding to some of the less severity of what we have seen in the fourth wave. But we must again just emphasize it, the fact that what is also proven is that the, at the current moment, we don't have any certainty about the sustainability of the natural immunity as compared to the vaccine-induced immunity, including also beyond just the antibodies, but also other immune cells which the body is able to generate. So that's why we, we still advise that even though uh, with the high rate of the spread, it, it shows that many, many people have had contact with the virus and therefore have developed some immunity uh, as a result of the natural immunity. It's still imperative to vaccinate because that vaccination adds to sustainability in terms of, mm. and, and that's what the scientists are telling us. It, the vaccination, even when you have had, that's why we say even when you, even not just the asymptomatic uh, 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 infection, which you, know, you may not be aware of, even when you have had the sickness, when you are over at least 30 days after your normal feeling symptoms, you need to vaccinate because it gives you further protection. Uh, Dr. Patla, it's precisely uh, this hope in in natural immunity that some people have been staying away uh, from actually getting vaccinated. I mean, how much more difficult are you expecting then uh, the confirmation of this natural immunity uh, when it comes to the campaign that you, of course, are still very much actively busy with, with which is uh, getting as many people vaccinated as possible? Well, we, we, we need to not give up in terms of uh, spreading the message that um, um, uh, at the current moment, of course, you know, when, when you've had any particular infectious disease, there will be, the body will build some immunity. What is currently uh, uh, the, the motivation for adding a vaccine even when you have had a proven infection? It's exactly that. Um, also, remember with with the vaccine, when when there is some waning, that's why we also have the boosting. Um, if you're going to rely of, on natural immunity, um, which may last for a couple of weeks, uh, maybe at the best uh, two three months, but if you're going to rely on that, there is no way you're going to then make sure that the virus comes back into your system to get your body to keep building up on, on the immunity. But if you, the use of va- vaccines at this stage also helps in the sense that um, you you are able to, at some stage, if uh, the science shows that uh, uh, there is need for further boosting, we're able to, to add on that. So that until first time that we have a population, you know, immunity, uh, where the virus, they actually, from from what we're expecting, once we reach very high level of population immunity, the variants, the mutations are going to get less, and then we 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 will then be able to reach a stage where hopefully, in fact, even the various waves may not repeat again. So that, that's really where we would want to encourage people so that 
uh, at the end, I mean, we 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 hoping that we will reach a stage where even you know the, now the expectation that there will be a fifth wave and so on. Ultimately, with further with more uptake, we will hopefully be able to get out of even further further waves of the, mm. of the COVID. So, so, in as far as this this conversation then relates to. Uh, mandatory vaccines you know what is the position of the health department right now has your position shifted at all when it comes to the contributions that you are making on this debate well we, we this is an all 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 of government uh, and and all of society kind mm. of debate mm. so so we there is a team which uh, I'm, I'm uh, expecting that when we have our next meeting in two weeks, in about uh, just over a week, not next week, but the week after, that uh, team from the Met joints will be able to report with consultations at NATLEC and, and other forums uh, where we, we we need to make a decision as to where, as a government, where do we go. Um, our wish would be that we do as much as possible, especially in terms of where you know um, uh, non-essential services, but there must be some encouragement because people want opening up for sports activities, entertainment, uh, music shows, and all those things. Now the countries which have got a high coverage of vaccination have already moved in terms of opening up those activities, but we are still held back because of the lower level of vaccination. So one is hoping that when we do debate formally, when the reports come, we will find ways to balance because we don't want uh, to deprive people of essential services uh, on the basis of vaccination. But I'm hoping that in those areas where uh, is to benefit the economy, benefit uh, society in terms of, you know, uh, out of the current depression where you can't go to various activities, including just sports and recreation. That when we do that, we will do it safely and, and do it uh, in combination with uh, uh, increasing uptake of vaccination. Mm. And Minister Pata, just before I let you go then, uh, let's talk about what that fifth wave is likely to look like and, and when can we expect it? Well, we have learned that uh, it's, it's difficult to uh, predict um, I mean, the fourth wave, uh, uh, when it came, the, the hope was that it would be uh, somewhere late in December uh, or even January, and then it hit us because of a variant just the middle of November. So the current uh, uh, projections are that possibly we, we, we will be on a downward trend for another two months, possibly March, April, but as we go closer to winter in May, that fifth wave may may descend on us. But again, it's going to depend on on the mutations which causes this variant. So it may, I mean, at the best, what we are informed is that projections are that we may have a peaceful um, um, uh, March, April. But as we go towards winter, as people start to con- congregate more indoors uh, towards middle of May towards June, we may be having that fifth wave. But I think it's going to depend on uh, if a a variant is generated somewhere. And then if it hits us earlier, it may even come early.
uh, at, at, at the best, it looks like possibly around the middle of May. All right. Dr. Joe Pasha is the Minister of Health. Uh, let me thank you for your time this thank morning you. uh, for you. this conversation. And he's had to step out of uh, another engagement that he is busy with this morning uh, just to be able to talk to us briefly. Uh, I'll take some of your calls on this issue of vaccines. I wonder uh, where you stand now, uh, including given the research that has come out about the fact that, you know, the majority of South Africans have actually had COVID-19, whether or not, uh, you know, you experience symptoms, but uh, the pretty is concrete evidence that we uh, probably, if not all of us have had COVID-19, at least 80% of us have. I'll take a quick break and I'll, I'll take your calls after this.